Imagine yourself emerged in a beautiful sunset of warm colors, sitting in softness, breathing. How was your day? We're truly grateful to spend the evening with you in this space of compassion, gratitude, and cozy conversations. We're Celine Cecil, and this is After Sunset. Welcome to this episode of After Sunset. Welcome back to episode 14. A magical episode. Oh my god, this is number one magicalness, magical episode from After Sunset. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that one. But it's right. It's exactly. True. And um, basically, our goal with this episode, or we can with almost certainty say, hopefully, that when you're done listening to this episode, mm. you will believe in magic just a little bit more than you did before. Just a little bit more. Hopefully a whole lot more. Yes. So stay till the end and listen carefully. <laughs> yeah. This it's is some about kind of magic, magic. Where's that from? Isn't it a Disney show magic, or something? Magic, magic. Some kind of magic. I don't know. Are we looking at each other? Yeah. Like, where is it from? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're always it, like uh, singing some kind of song. In yeah, our... we always like a theme song. Yeah. Isn't it like a? Isn't I feel like it's Disney. Magic, man. No, no, it's a. Uh, like from Disney Channel? No, it's a. Uh, Queen. Nice. Yes. Then we're singing two different songs. What are you singing? I'm singing definitely some. Disney Channel stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay. So, Cecil. So. Do, you, do you want to break the ice? Yeah. Okay, so I feel like first first step, we need to um, kind of like put a baseline here. Mm. What kind of magic are we talking about? So, when we think about magic in this current world, like how does the society think mm. magic is? What are we being taught it is? And the first thing that came up to me was like, you know, performative illusions. Mm -hmm. Like Phil Dunphy in Modern Family. <laughs> Casually. Bless him. Yeah. So much. <laughs> I fucking love him. <laughs> yeah. Like casually, uh, you know, doing illusions, which... Mm. It's more like, you know, tricking the mind rather than doing magic, which in some ways is magic, I guess, as well. Um, so do you have an example? Um, and I would say that when we think about just uh, like what is magic, magic for me when I think about it is something that we are taught that children believe in. And then there will come a point where we will tell these children that now it's time to grow up and to not believe in magic anymore and mm. then the children grow up and then they don't believe in magic anymore and then they spend their adulthood telling other adults and children that magic isn't real yeah and that's obviously not what i believe in yeah <laughs> or cecil and no after sunset club here we're not about that life we believe in magic exactly also children are literally the most pure form of beings that mm. there are they haven't been influenced by the modern constructs of the world. Mm. And so, honestly, why are we telling them that things that they 
feel aren't true Mm-mm. when obviously we all make our own reality and we all have different realities and they're equally as true. I was also thinking about when I'm, you know, thinking of magic. It's something that, oh, you're watching it in Harry Potter mm-hmm. or in um, Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo with the good step fairy. Stepmother fairy. I don't step know. fairy. Step fairy. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it has definitely been painting this picture off from like the modern Western world that it is uh, entertainment for young souls mm-hmm. and kids. Mm-hmm. And then we have modern, like, then we have magic in other areas of the world, which is, you know, and for example, like, if you're Wicca, then, like, witchcraft and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but still, I feel like from a modern point of view, those kind of things, like, they don't call it magic, they just call it, like, superstition or something mm. like that. Because magic, I read this thing when I was doing a little bit of research today, that magic is a word created by people who don't perf- like do magic, who don't believe in magic. They're crea- that's created by observers to put magic in a box. And that's also why when you think about magic, everything has been put in the same box. And we're talking like um, spellcasting, alchemy, witchcraft... Uh, manifestation mm. like all of these things have all been put in the same box when in reality they all came from completely different areas of the world different cultures different tribes but from the non-believer usually the western man it's <laughs> it's literally just put in the same box because mm. it's something that is superstitious yeah or in a way something that you that you have to believe in or not believe in Mm. And which makes it really different from how we view science, because that's not an option. Mm. We're told that science just is, and magic is something that you actively have to choose to believe in or not believe in. Yeah. And this is very interesting, because as we are going to talk about in this episode as well, we are people, maybe you are listening and you feel the same, but Cecil and I, we truly believe that magic and science stem from the same and that they can't really live without each other Mm -hmm. and that they're uh, yeah they're the reason that we have one is because we have the other i if you ask me i think magic and science is the exact same thing Mm -hmm. the only difference is that science is magic that we have described that we now have understood how works Mm -hmm. at least to a certain point where magic in the sense of everything else that we can't describe yet. It's to us, to people who um, created the term science, is something that yet doesn't exist. I um, I read this definition of magic, but it was a definition that was written by scientists. Mm. And it kind of made me a little bit frustrated. <laughs> so let me read that for you. Magic is often seen as the realm of mysticism and violation of the scientific laws. And and that is exactly why I think like science and magic is the exact same. Science is just literally magic that was put in a box and the box was locked. Mm -hmm. And so it cannot evolve anymore, at least for the person's point of view that, you know, put it in that box. I don't know if it makes sense. No, it does make sense. Magic is limitless. Science... Mm -hmm. It's already been put in a box. Like, oh, we described that this is how molecules work in this sense. 
and they expand here and they do that here mm -hmm. and that's what we know and now nothing can ever change this is to the extent that this understanding goes and the, f the funny fact about this is that for me when i read any sort of science book or hear someone or watch something explain about something scientific we just kind of turn off our brains when we listen to science but if you really listen to it even just what you said mm -hmm. like when you listen to any scientific description of how an atom or a cell is living and how it's built and how dna works and like i mean this is all very scientific stuff but honestly if that's not fucking magic i don't know what it is because that's yeah. so weird that that just Exactly. Is how it is. Like let's let's let 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 me put a more of an example into that. So, for example, I was thinking, you can use this school experiment. I've personally never done that school experiment before. I think it's a very American thing. Maybe I didn't do that in school. At least I saw it on movies, and that's why I know about it. But the thing where you in, in class you build this volcano and you make mm. a chemical reaction that will do mm. some bubble bubble and then woo the <laughs> you know i'm not a physics girl i don't understand it bubble 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 boom boom pow <laughs> volcano volcano <laughs> um so basically what we've been taught is that oh here we have a chemical reaction this is because these and these and this if you mm. mix them together mm. they do like this and they react like this and you basically put two kinds of things together and the whole DNA of those those two will create something new and expand and act on a whole third mm. way, right? We have been taught as little kids, this is science. Mm. And the people who were into science, they would th say, oh my god, this is so cool. But the people who were not into science, they wouldn't, they would be like, yeah, okay, whatever. But when you really think about it, if you think about it for a more standpoint, for a point of view where what happened is actually two simple things are creating a whole third th mm. a whole third thing that is exploding it's expanding it's it's changing reality mm -hmm. if you really wrap your head around it and if you've opened your door for the whole magic mm -mm. <laughs> magician <laughs> everything then that to you is magic yeah and that becomes no matter if you're interested in science or not that becomes automatically so mind-blowing yeah because it's literally like a physical manifestation of pulling a bunny out of an empty head. Like mm -hmm. when you have two different chemicals, you put them together and they make a third. Yeah. Where the hell did that come from? Yeah. And now suddenly there is a third. Yeah. And we describe it with magic and we can understand it. Our brains can wrap themselves around it. But that does not and it should not take the magic away from it. Mm -hmm. Which is also the point of this episode that there is so much magic in the world around us everywhere and if we decide to see it and if we made a con make a conscious decision of noticing it yeah we will see it and we will receive it but exactly. it's all about mindset i actually have this funny example of how my brain started to open up and gasping this other point like this other way of looking at mm. reality right and that is i grew up with I mean, I love my dad. He's so amazing. But he's very, very, very classical system man who sees everything like it is and sees it like, this is science, this is a chemical reaction, this is that, this is that, and no, nothing more, right? Um, 
And my dad is amazing, but I grew up with him. And so that was automatically the way that I started to mm. think. And one thing that this is not information that I got from my dad, because I'm pretty sure my dad knows this too, right? <laughs> but um, I w always, when people talked about aliens, I was like, yeah, that's some fantasy shit. Like, mm. what the fuck? Mm. Although I knew the universe is endless. I knew that there's so many things we didn't discover yet, but yet I didn't use my goddamn brain to think that, yeah, most likely there's other other beings around in this in this universe. Until I saw one, someone one day explained to me, they're like, Sis, why, why do you think there's no aliens? You literally don't know what's out there. It's like a huge, 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 mm. huge space universe. Mm. And if there's you, why do you think you're alone? There's probably something else too. And when I realized that, I was like, whoa, shit, that's right. And after realizing that, that's many years ago now, I started to think the same way about other things. Mm. Just because we haven't seen it, felt it, or known it, doesn't mean that it doesn't exist and can something can happen. Mm -hmm. For example, when we make that kind of like volcano thing in school, we're taught that this is something that is real mm. and it's science and this is what it can do. But in the Western world, when we hear about witchcraft and we hear about witches putting certain things together in a jar, just because we don't see an immediate chemical reaction that we can see with our eyes doesn't mean that some molecule somewhere else doesn't change. Mm. Because that's what happened with the volcano. Mm. Why, why do we think these are two different things? Just because we cannot see the physical reaction. Who's to say that some molecules somewhere aren't changing? Mm -hmm. And some energies aren't swifting. We can't measure that with science, but we can choose to believe it. And when you open your eyes for that, it's just, it's just so crazy. Like it I'm shaking crazy. talking about this because I don't understand it, but it's not to be understood. It's And that's not the point of it. And that's, for me, that's the beautiful thing about the most magical things in the world, that it's not, they're not there to be fully understood they're there to be gazed at with a wonder and mm -hmm. enjoy the magic of them because if we and I'm someone who I really like to like go into the details and figure out how and why something happened and especially if it has something to do with mysticism because I really love magic and mysticism and I love pragmatic magic and mysticism which means that I love to like basically know the science behind it as well. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we also just have to chill the fuck out and just enjoy the magic of the moment, of the thing that happened, of the people around us, of falling in love. You know, there is everything has magic to it, yeah. but we just really have to just see it and watch it and let it be. Yeah. And I think we obsess over having to have solutions and like uh, understand and why proof. Think and proof yeah and you were saying before Cecil like who's to say that it doesn't there's not something changing just because we can't see it and for that like I think that just the bare fact that we can imagine it mm -hmm. shows me that there's a possibility of that happening even yeah. you know before someone one of the most beautiful things that um I once heard was someone who said that everything is created twice 
anything you see around you, if it's a shoe, if it's a car, if it's a piece of cloth, everything was a thought first mm. and then it got created. And when I heard that the first time, it changed my life because I realized, as you guys know, when you have, if you've listened to our other episodes as well, we talk a lot about mindset. Mm. And when you think about this, everything is created twice. You really got to start really checking in what's going on in your brain because it also shows how again it's such a big proof of the magic in that everything around you is a manifestation of what's going on inside it's Mm -hmm. a mirror of the world that you have inside which also leads me to something that I really want to point out for this episode that is if you sit right now at home and you think like wow like it sounds amazing what they're talking about I wish that I had a lot of magic in my life that I could see magic this way this is your call this is your card and I'm we are allowing you right now to take the key to the kingdom and you can right now decide that you are going to go out and you're going to see magic Mm. everywhere and it's going to be a little bit forced in the beginning and a little bit weird but there will come a point where it just starts floating and it will open up like floodgates and yeah. it will come to you and it you will, will see magic everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I, it'll definitely be extremely overwhelming at first. And it's beautiful. There's so yeah. many beautiful things. Especially because there's so many things that we have been taught that just is like it is. Mm. But when you open your mind to seeing it as something magical, yeah, then it it hits you so differently and it hits you the exact way that you choose it to hit you. That's the magical thing about magic. Yeah. Because it can hit you however you want it to be. For example, I love the example about wind. I, you know, you're so used to seeing wind on the forecast app as little arrows pointing in different direction and, oh, today the wind is like this and today the wind is like that. And then we learned that it's because of pressure in the air, uh, different places that wind moves, moves from one direction to another one. Okay, great. But that's so fucking boring. Honestly, <laughs> that's so fucking boring. And it's like, oh, this is just how it is. Mm. No. Let me give you a little thing that you maybe can try to learn to look at it for. Try, next time you feel wind, try to visualize the wind as maybe some fairy dust Mm. sweeping up in the air, making little twirls, dancing around, because it's, it's unexplainable. You know why the wind moves from one place to another, but why is it there in the first place? Mm. Why is it, oh, all of these things. It's a mystery and it's magical. And when you see it as little fairy dust touching your skin and making you either feel a nice cold wave breeze on your hair, you will feel it. You will feel mm. it in a positive way. Whereas if you think, oh, the wind is day today is so strong and you think of it as a really, really like masculine point of view that this is what it is and that's it. It's just wind and it's here and you can't do anything about it. Then the wind that hits your head will piss you off because Mm. your hair goes into your lip gloss. (laughs) But if it's something magical, it can be whatever you want it to be. It's Mm. not just something that's there without it, like, and just that's it. No, it's a magical fairy dust. Mm -mm. And it'll help you. It'll help your literally mental health. It'll help you see everything in just such a more romantic way and mysterious way. And it can just make you smile, you know. 
like just noticing and acknowledging the things around you like Cecil said the wind or like you're walking down the street and there's a little bird sitting on the sidewalk and just doing its bird thing and just take a look at it and just acknowledge that it's there and say hello and mm -hmm. you know yeah it sounds like you really gotta make it like create the magic around you and you'll just start to see all these things and you'll start to appreciate the things around you more mm -hmm. and that does have a big effect on your mental health as well as Cecil just said Maybe do you, can you give an example of something magical that happened in your life? There is one thing that I'm thinking about, which is me meeting my boyfriend Jake, um, because I think it's it happened in in such a weird. This is meant to be. There is a bigger force, universal power, or whatever you want to call it, leading you to this moment, because Jake and I we literally had so many scenarios of our lives where we were being brought together super super close like physically close but we didn't meet each other jake had friends who knew my friends who wanted to introduce us two together in multiple occasions with different people no one said yes at that time I never knew who he was, he never knew who I was, but still yet people who who were, you know, in between were trying to put us together. On another note, I've went to meetings before in the same building that he was sitting and working on when he was, you know, um, many years ago when he was working as a start in his startup company. Literally, I was sitting and having a meeting with the girl he had lunch with every day because they worked in the same building. It's so insane how so many times we've been so physically close. Mm -hmm. And yet finally, in the end, we met. And it just, to me, that seems like a magical moment because the more we realized, him and me, that well, we, we actually had so many moments that we could have met, it's like you, you're, you, you tell your mind that that means there's a we were meant to be met together. It was just not the right time at the moments that we were so close physically together the previous times. And to me, that kind of confronts me with the whole, there is a purpose and mm -hmm. there is a higher power mm -hmm. that is unexplainable, but I can feel it so strong. And also the fact that if I really think about it, the person that Jake was and what his issues were at that time and what my issues were at that time where I met him, I have a very hard time find realizing why I I actually wanted to pursue a relationship. Why was I so amazed and interested in this guy? I mean, Jake had a lot of issues and, and I, we've talked about that together in my channel as well, so it's not a secret or anything, but he had very severe anxiety and uh, just a lot of stress. And for me, I was on my spiritual journey a bit at that time and so it wasn't something that I could have imagined would be a comfortable thing for me but now later on in our relationship this is Jake is makes healed mm. it makes sense even yesterday I was laying and he was just looking at his phone and I was touching his arm 
and I could just feel like waves of, <laughs> I'm crying, <laughs> I could just feel waves of love and energy through my body. And it's so amazing how, <laughs> it's crazy, how like everything just makes sense even though I can't explain anything. And to me, that's just the highest power of magic in my head. I see this crying too now. <laughs> You're crying, Silly. <laughs> oh my god. Mm. Let's go <laughs> Guys, this is the this is such a beautiful example because it literally it shows so much what Cecil is just when Cecil is telling the story about her and Jake and how they met, you really, really gotta listen to what she's saying because it's not about love it's not about that they met that's not the point of the story the story is that they were supposed to meet and that they were thrown at each other so many times and that the meeting in itself wasn't only about being a relationship but after time has passed by how we can even see that the healing that was involved and the timelines, like everything is just, it's just not a coincidence and it's so clear and I'm sure you can hear it when Cecil explains it and even that's why she gets, we both get emotional because it's really powerful, it's so strong. Um, and I just want to say that it's not just because of love or being in love, mm. that's not the point of this, the point yeah. is the, the system around things that happens this way there's a magical system like a spider web yeah. and when you pull on a little string in the spider web the whole web vibrates mm. and everything has an effect everything that we do has an effect and we we like to talk about manifestation on this uh, podcast as well but I like to use also the word like uh, magnetism and Susan and I often talk about how to magnetize stuff and I think that everything has either a repulsive energy or a energy that pulls toward itself and we just have to acknowledge and I'm sure that every one of you if it's a person or situation job a pet a s anything that happened I'm sure you all have had things where you felt that you somehow magnetized this and it just mm -hmm. it was pulled towards you from an energy yeah. that wasn't even from inside because as Cecil said right now she had no idea what this would lead to mm -hmm. but now when she looks back at it it all makes sense yeah and I think that's when we really lean into magic but also it's so beautiful because it shows that even though you don't lean into magic there's still magical intelligence working around you mm. and supporting you yeah so imagine if that's all happening while you are completely unconscious of it if you choose to be conscious of it yeah that's freaking crazy that's another level that's another level and we want to welcome you to that yeah. level because you're ready that's why you're listening to this mm -hmm. because you're ready to step into this yeah yeah Sila, what about you what is your one? I know you have had many because you've been very conscious about this for a longer time than I have. I, for me, I think my process with my relationship to magic 
it's been it's always been there but it has been i was very like i was such a funny child i was a very magical child like i really dwelt a lot on magic and to the point of i spent all my money on little glass bottles and like a elixir like bottles and i made my dad carve a hole into the wall and I made a secret uh, elixir, elixir, I don't know how to pronounce that, elixir, like a cabinet, and I hid it, and then I, like, I'm not kidding, I went out in the full moons, every full moon, and I collected herbs outside, (laughs) I lived in the countryside, and I collected herbs, and I had this one friend, and we did this together. And we would make uh, potions and boil the potions up under the full moon on like a little bonfire outside. And then we would like uh, call in like spirits and like things that we wanted. And we would talk to the spirits of the wind, the spirits of the earth. And um, at that time we believed in dragons as well. So we were talking oh to God, dragons. And then we would save the these like herbal infusions in this in this cabinet in my house, and she also had one in her house, and yeah, and then we would like wear them and put them in teas and like. So is this something? Did you get this information somewhere, or was it something you felt called to do at that time? How old were you? I was doing this like since I can remember, I don't remember really where it came from. Since I was a very young child, I have one, some of my first memories that I can remember is of me like walking. I would always run outside when it was really windy and really rainy, like extreme weathers. And I would like sing or talk to the weather. I would sing like a um, express my emotions or ask questions in song or talk to the wind or to the 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 rain I would always love to get soaked and just like walk around and sing and get soaked in the rain and my parents were very frustrated with me as a child <laughs> um, and then yeah as I got older I would do these like uh, magic elixirs and I think I was very much inspired by uh, Harry Potter, of course, and yes. there's this uh, beautiful book series called the Spiderwick um, book series, and I was really into them. I'm sure some of you have read that as well. Um, and then when I went to school, I was actually, I'm very proud of how long I held on to my childhood mm. up until I was like pretty old. I still did a lot of this stuff and I yeah. did it kind of secretly because I started to figure find out that it was a little bit like embarrassing to do it but I still did it yeah. I still did it like literally up until I was like 16 or 15 I would oh like God, meet amazing. with one of these friends that I had that I did this with and uh, we would just do it and we weren't thinking twice about it we just that was just the thing and then from 16 up until like my 19th year or something like that I kind of I didn't do the practical like things anymore I didn't make elixirs not in that way at least Mm. but I've always been very I think I transitioned a bit to gaining information and reading a lot about um like herbal medicine and especially like traditional uh, eastern philosophy Taoism 
uh, Chinese philosophy and it kind of evolved into that and like more spirituality but in a more like like a I kind I think I disguised it a bit in in information so I read a lot in books instead of like Mm. just following my child heart yeah um and that's so sad that you know we live in this society Mm. and I know I say that a lot Mm. but we live in this way this pretend way yeah where in order for this system that we live in to survive and succeed it needs people to not ask too many questions of things that Mm -hmm. cannot be explained within this system because that breaks the system down and the system that I'm talking about is mostly going on in the west but also in the east and more like traditionally spiritual countries but mostly in like bigger cities and Mm. now this you know system is being put up right and that means that in order for keeping humanity because humanity is so naturally curious we want to see and experience and widen our horizon Mm. always in order to like make us not do that mm. to a certain extent, we need to be numb. And we need to be embarrassed we by need to those be embarrassed. Mm. Yeah. And this is something that's being being brought down from generation to generation now. So we all carry so much generational trauma and shame. And shame around acting on our natural instincts. Yeah. That's why the biggest insult that you could give someone these days, which is messed up, is mm. that they're childish. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And Which is the opposite. Yeah, that is probably the biggest compliment you could ever give someone in my head. Because mm. that means you go around and you act on your intuition. You are imaginative. You don't see an end with, with things that we understand. No, you see so many more possibilities. Mm. Literally everything is possible And you're voicing your emotions. Mm-hmm. You're not afraid of sharing your emotions. Yeah. A a child is so much more in connection and in balance with both masculine and feminine Mm. energies, Mm. where the system that we're talking about here is very, very focused on masculine energy. Mm. And that doesn't mean the masculine energy is bad, but everything is bad when it's only that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We have shamed the feminine energy out of society or down to a bare minimum. That's why also it's now an insult to be called emotional. Mm -hmm. Because for some reason, this society has taught men especially mm. that anger is not an emotion. Mm. So we live and in this... weak to be emotional. Yes, and it's, it's ridiculous. No, masculinity is all about concrete um, goals, evidence, proof, systematic mm. rules, mm. boxes. Everything mm. you can see and touch. And then when you get there, you just keep going. You just move forward. Nothing about like celebrating yeah. or being proud. There's no emotion no. in it. When it comes to femininity, as a contrast to masculinity, we have the feeling aspect. We have connecting on a level that cannot be described by science or by masculinity. By a level of mind-to-body connection, human-to-human connection female period sinking this is an example of that kind of connection we have the feeling out into nature we know and science also knows Mm -hmm. that going out into nature nature will ground your mind Mm 
will dim anxiety, mm. depression, all of these different things. But why don't we take it the next level and say, how? Why? Mm. Oh, this is this is actually magical. This can be used to something. This can this is a feminine energy. This is healing. This is what so many healers and old cultures have been doing for so long. Mm. And yeah, in this new system we know that, but we don't go out and use it as medicine. Mm. Instead, we make companies make medicine that literally is just giving you other side effects and dimming your side effects of the current illness that you have. It doesn't cure shit. Mm-mm. It only feeds into sickness in this into this world. Mm. And seeing magic and opening for that door is bringing more feminine energy into mm. you and eliminating this unfair balance that's going on. Mm. And it will truly... It will truly open the door to duality and balance in your 100%. life. 100% and to peace within ourself and on the planet and to spreading more love. And honestly, the smallest thing, if you choose to go out actively and, and see magic, you don't even have to seek, search for magic. You just have to see it and notice mm-hmm. when it's there. And it is there. It's everywhere all around you and when you do that you become such a much stronger container for receiving love and giving love and I just think that if that's not the point of this life then I don't know what it is because in the end um, all the practical stuff and you know we are not talking both Cecil and I are someone who like we are both uh, independent business owners and freelancers and we enjoy structure and we enjoy um, creating things and me- like uh, building things and we really we much really enjoy masculine energy as well and mm-hmm. building Absolutely. and sourcing things but the balance and the um, the things that you receive when you have that other aspect the feminine aspect balance it's just way much more worthwhile and it mm-hmm. it's it, it's everlasting yeah. it actually makes sense when you create something because you have space to hold it if you're just empty because you are focusing only on the structure and the goals when you finally achieve things how can you hold it and how can you mm-hmm. appreciate it exactly mm. yeah and I think we can go to the level to say that science is masculine and magic is feminine. Mm. But that doesn't make it different. The only difference is that science is magic we've described. And describing something and putting a, a you know, <laughs> into a box again is very masculine mm. to do. And let's open our hearts. Mm-hmm. I think a, a really amazing example of something magic that Celia and I has talked about so many times that we've been taught isn't and we've been taught is just that but when we think about it it's a huge mystery and it's so magical what i'm talking about here is placebo placebo for you who don't know what it is in the medicine world in the modern world that's what um, you do for example in studies where you give one part of a group an actual pill that's supposed to do something and in the other point in the other group, um, study group, you give them a placebo pill. A placebo pill is basically something that has nothing in it. And they don't know that they're they giving... They don't know that they no. give it. They, they think they're giving a medicine that will cure something, mm-hmm. right? What we see 
is people who get the placebo, in a lot of them, mm. they will also be cured. Mm. And this we cannot de- describe. Yet science mm. has put mm. this word on it and says, this is placebo, this is just what it is. But we can't describe it. Mm. Your body just healed itself because it thinks it's being given the tool to heal itself. But it doesn't have a tool. It did it by itself. And that is so fucking mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. So magical. It's mind-blowing. And it comes back to everything that we say when we say that like, everything you need is already there. And mm-hmm. that comes back to even the most basic manifestations that to like, kind of embody the things and the reality that you want. If, it's, if you have a physical pain try to embody how would it feel not to have that physical pain Mm -hmm. if you want big amounts of money how would it feel to embody that big amount of money yeah how would you go out in the world if you weren't in pain if Mm -hmm. you had that money if you had that relationship yeah and then it you start to create these neurological pathways Mm -hmm. and your brain as we said last time in the last episode your brain doesn't know if the lemon is real or if it isn't. It just knows what is inside your mind and it will start to create that reality. And of course it depends and you have to put, you can't just sit on a stone and just say out loud that I'm a millionaire and then that will happen. (laughs) Maybe it will, but it will probably take a bit longer than if you actually put in work. And that is what we are saying. You need the masculine and the feminine. Mm -hmm. You need everything like inside the mind and then you need to go out there and and act like you want it you gotta go and do the work as well and then stuff will really exactly it's realizing you already have the tools inside of you Mm. you don't need an external thing no it's there's never a right moment there's never a right time there's never a right amount of something that you need before you can achieve something else everything is existing in yourself that's a true form of magic have a very magical example that I told you about the other day Sisla. Yeah. and I just want to this example is so fucking good because one it's just fucking amazing and magical two it was not on purpose which shows us and this will show you that everything that we invite into our life unconsciously it also fucking manifests mm. And we are invited every day to see it. So basically, this story, it started around uh, three months ago, where I was introduced to this beautiful uh, grounding, like a clearing meditation that I had to do in the morning. And I had to do this every day in the morning, and I did it along with some other things that I do. I didn't think much of it because for me it was a part of something else. And in this uh, grounding meditation, I have to say out loud, I am connected to the mother tree. And you have to visualize yourself, your roots being connected to a mother tree, which is basically one of the oldest trees on this planet. We have, we have an amount of trees that has been here forever. Mm. And they have seen and experienced the planet at stages that no one else has so they are amazing living beings of knowledge and 
grounded information. So when you want to ground yourself, that can be something really good to ask to be grounded to one of these mother trees. Anyways, I had absolutely no intention of, you know, being or going to a mother tree. It was just something that I was saying every morning. But I said it every morning out loud for maybe two months. And then on Christmas, I was going to a temple with one of my best friends. And we were, uh, we arrived at this temple and we were shown around um, by one of the monks. And then we arrive at this beautiful, like the end of the mountain and where the, the temple is. And there's this beautiful, enormous tree. And I'm looking at this tree and first of all, this tree is a, a ginkgo tree, which is one of my favorite species of tree. And I felt like, wow, like what a beautiful thing to stand here on Christmas with my best friend. And here we have one of my favorite trees. And it's enormous, but a ginkgo tree is quite normal in Korea as well. So it wasn't really a big deal. But then the monk, he says, oh, by the way, this is one of the um, oldest trees in Asia. And it's a mother tree. And I just looked at him and I got <laughs> fucking like chills throughout my whole body because he didn't know mm-hmm. and nobody knew. But I knew that I had been saying for three months, yeah. take me to the mother tree every fucking morning. <laughs> but I didn't have any intention of being taken to the mother tree. But because I was meditating and when you meditate and when you put when you do like a mantra meditations, you really feel it and you mm-hmm. it, you you see it for yourself and i had been seeing this like these trees and roots and then i was standing there in front of the fucking mother tree that i had yeah. been asking to be taken to and i was just freaking out and i had to just pray for like an hour and stand by this tree and i was just mesmerized i had no idea why i was there but as cecil said with the beautiful love story with jake i was taken to this mother tree and I don't know yet why mm-hmm. I was there, and I still don't know, but I know I will know at some point. I yeah. know that there will come a point where I will look back and I will understand, mm-hmm. and I'm freaking excited. Yeah, and it's so a true magic shit. It's fucking true magic, <laughs> yeah. and the there's a lot of points from this story, but just, yeah, if you can take anything from this, be aware what you feel your thoughts and your what you speak as we had another episode about like words are spells it's magic spells yeah. that's why it's called spelling yeah and you know you are really attracting what you spend mm-hmm. the majority of your energy and time yeah and if sila didn't ha- were if sila wasn't that conscious about noticing magic in her everyday life she wouldn't have had that mm-hmm. amazing beautiful moment at that time where mm-hmm. he said this is also a mother, t- yeah. mother tree Sita wouldn't have sat here now and still be so incredibly excited about seeing what this means mm-hmm. sometime in the future and come on why would you want to miss out on that exactly no one want to miss exactly. out on that because life this system already is trying to make you as dull and numb as possible yeah. and go against that shit yeah. break free from it exactly you have nothing to lose Mm -hmm. nothing to lose and you have everything to gain that's i mean like and this is also a manifestation Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. of whatever we don't know what it's a Mm -hmm. manifestation for yet but i mean placebo is also a manifestation right it's the only difference is that one is unconscious Mm -hmm. the other one is conscious manifestation is conscious 
it's to an extent you're you're putting your mindset into a re reality of something that you wish to achieve, but you're trying to make your mind already believe it exists, right? Mm -hmm. So in that sense, it will come to exist. With placebo, you're not being given a choice. You're thinking already that something is there that is not, and then you will automatically create it. It's the exact same thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just the consciousness that's different. And try to imagine being given a placebo, giving yourself, like, hypothetically, a placebo pill every single day. Mm. That's what manifestation is. Yeah. If you learn how to do that, and if you learn to see the magic in everything, because number one step to actually mm -hmm. make all of these things work and roll is to believe in magic, mm. believe in things that you cannot see or feel or touch Believe that there is endless possibilities with everything in the whole world. Be willing to see it. Be willing to yeah. see it. Open the door. Because mm. you can't reach for the stars if you believe that you can't fly. Because mm. then you can just stand on, down on Earth and you can look up. I'm not saying that you have to now believe in magic so that you can fly. It's, <laughs> it's you know, a, it's a metaphor. Ahead. Yeah, try. Yeah. No, don't. <laughs> yeah, you will die. <laughs> if you jump out of a window, then you're going to... Try from flat earth. Yeah, flat, flat earth. Flat ground. Yeah. That's another episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, just kidding, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, shit. I want to... I want to... Like, I'm so ready to take magic to a next level and still and i have talked about it so much yes that we, we want to take it to the ayahuasca plant medicine level i really want to try to see what my mind can actually create exactly and you know the cool thing is that like there's so many things that we can do to kind of provoke magic and mm. and like maybe you're listening to this and you you feel a little bit overwhelmed with all the information and you feel like you actively have to go out and like persuade magic somehow, mm -hmm. but you don't have to do that and you really don't need to do anything or like drink a magic elixir or like no. ayahuasca or anything. Meditate to for three hours no, a day. No, no. <laughs> it helps, like yeah. especially with the meditation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you definitely don't have to do much. You just yeah. simply have to notice. And, you know, we also live in a world where... We are being sold every fucking thing mm -hmm. on the planet to make us believe that there's a special um, solution, magic pill for for any problem we have mm -hmm. or for any happiness that we want to achieve. But the, the truth is, as we said before, you have everything inside already yeah. and nothing that you could ever buy or drink or eat is not just activating something that is already inside. And mm -hmm. that's just the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, what a beautiful way to uh, almost end this. But I, I know that Sila brought something as well for this episode. And I actually feel like this is a beautiful way to to end the episode because we have touched on a lot of very like big things and mm. this episode has just been so quick because we're both very yeah, passionate. passionate about <laughs> this and we just love magic so much. Yeah. And also just want to point on the fact that it's pretty freaking magic that we are sitting, talking into like this weird thing on a stick and the sound <laughs> is getting put somehow into this little machine on the floor. And then you can listen to it yeah. at some point in time. And mm -hmm. that's a time portal. That's mm -hmm. like 
jumping through space and time. It is. Just wanted to put that one out there. Pretty magic. That's pretty fucking mm-hmm. magic. I mean, humans are wizards. And witches, yeah. this is no different than witchcraft, a little computer. Exactly. It's computer. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's witchcraft. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> um, but I brought something today that I want to end our podcast with today because let's take it down just a tad and remember that if you set your mind to allow magic to flow and to notice it you don't have to do much and i read a couple of years ago a really beautiful novel and from this novel i remembered this beautiful um piece that i'm gonna read for you now and the the author is i don't know how to pronounce this I think the pronunciation is Elders Huxley, and it's this English guy who uh, wrote a novel called Islands, and it was his last one. And in this uh, novel, there is this piece that I'm going to read for you now. It's dark because you are trying too hard. Lightly, child, lightly. Learn to do everything lightly. Yes, Feel lightly, even though you're feeling deeply. Just lightly let things happen and lightly cope with them. I was so serious in those days. Lightly, lightly. It's the best advice ever given to me. To throw away your baggage and to go forward. There are quicksands all about you, sucking at your feet, trying to suck you down into fear and self-pity and despair. That's why you must walk so lightly lightly my darling and i think that's a beautiful way to end this because although we can talk and talk about all these things remember just to walk lightly and with just like a child Mm. walk lightly and don't be so serious about everything don't be so serious you don't need to try to explain everything just feel it see it how Mm. it comes to you and that's how it is just have a little smile yeah Oh, that's so and beautiful. Open eyes. And open eyes. And open heart. <gasps> Thank you guys for listening. And yeah. So nice to be back on this. Yeah. On our weekly episode. track. Yeah. So oh. good. Oh my God. I feel so content and happy. Me too. I just feel like I want to go out yeah. onto the streets and find magic. magic. Everywhere. Magic. Magic. It's definitely different songs. Because my tone also go magic, magic, it's some kind of magic. We have to figure yeah. out which one is it. <laughs> okay. Once again, we end an episode singing yeah. and forgetting that we have to end the episode. Yeah. So, good night, everyone. Good night. Sleep well, sleep, sleep tight. magically. Mm-hmm. Mm. And when you wake up tomorrow and you have a dream in your mind, think there's a little bit of magic. Ding, 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 ding. Hi guys. Cecil, where did you go? <laughs> woof, woof. I'm gone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>